Hi, everyone. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. If you'd like to hear the full episode, please subscribe to us on Patreon. Come on, bitch, 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 let's go. Come on, get, get, get ready, bitches. Darling, darling Casey, are you there? Are you there? <laughs> I am. I am. Uh, is this a British accent we're going for? Uh, yes, I'm doing a British accent. How do I sound? It actually doesn't sound that bad. It's, really? It certainly needs a lot of work, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be. All right. Well, it was. it's just a little hint of uh, someone who's coming on the show who's very, very impressive and um, she's actually, uh, part of, uh, the Brit pack. So I'm really excited <laughs> to have her on. That was my way of, of introducing, uh, Miss Julia Verdon. Hello, Dana. How are you? I'm so good, darling. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And hello there, Casey too. Hello. Hello. <laughs> So uh, you guys, Julia is amazing. Actually, I've been lucky enough to get involved in a project that she's working on right now, which we'll keep secret for the moment. But um, she's so talented. Julia is a producer. She's an actress and a director. She's done something like over 30 uh you know, films that she's been involved with in different ways. And, you know, she's been on the board of the BAFTA. We'll get into all that. But um, Julia, I am so excited to have you on the show today. That's very kind, Dana. Let's hope I don't embarrass you. <laughs> <laughs> we could pretend we're at Annabelle's and <laughs> I could embarrass you. <laughs> there we go. Um, so you did a film that I really, really loved. Um, I was actually doing a lot of movies at that time in the Cannes Film Festival. And I remember hearing it, that it was like took the Venice Film Festival by Storm. And that was that you, did you co-executive produce or co-produce The Merchants of Venice? Yes, I did and I did and I did indeed. Um, I've always loved Shakespeare. So um, after the whole 9-11 tragedy, I, I knew the play, The Merchant of Venice really well. And Baron Abidi had actually brought me that pro uh, the project 10 years earlier. And I, I didn't see a way to do it. But after the whole 9-11 thing, the, the, the project came back into my head because it's really about race relations and two people from very, you know, very different cultures, Shylock and Antonio, um, both being convinced that the way they're behaving is absolutely correct according to their culture. And I thought it was good, was, was good timing for it. And I, I'd also met Al Pacino and I knew he was very passionate about Shakespeare. So I thought who better to play uh, Shylock than, than the rather wonderful Al Pacino. 
And I, I brought on Michael Radford, the director, who's a very old friend of mine and, and I think incredibly talented. And, and that's what kind of generated it into, into getting off the ground, as it were. Well, I remember that everyone was talking about it in the festival circuit. It was like a big deal, that that film. And when I saw it, I just thought it was such a great movie. Really, really a great film and uh, an impressive package <laughs> that you put together. Um, thank you. Funnily enough, I actually did the play at school. So I knew the play really well. I played Portia at the time. Of course, by the time it came to doing the film, I was a little bit old and and um, uh, you know not acting anymore. Really moved more to the other side of the camera. Um, yeah, um, that's right. You used to be you know an actress too. What made you decide to to go behind the camera? I I I, I loved acting, and I I always had a lot of fun exploring different characters and and being on different sets and and it was it was it was fun but what i didn't like was the waiting around for the phone to ring um so i'm a very hyperactive person i like to always be creating and always be doing and so um i i fell into producing by accident and then i realized that was something i could be really really good at and it just kind of went on from there and I got more and more involved in producing. And so acting kind of took a back seat and I moved to the other side of the camera. Now you supposedly, I don't know if this is true, but you came to Hollywood with Elizabeth Hurley. Is that true? I did indeed. Yes. Um, I knew Elizabeth from London. She and Hugh used to live across the street from me. And we were Elizabeth and I were both acting at the time and and were good friends. And so we were both thinking about making the move to LA at the same time and so decided to do it together. Is it true that there is like a British like actor click or not actor, I guess, entertainment industry click in LA where you guys kind of hang out and help each other? Is that kind of a real thing? Um, yes, I think I think, you know, when you're when you're uh, foreigners in a different country, you know, if you meet another Brit, you automatically like, ah, oh, someone from my, you know, from from my hometown, someone who understands me. Um, so so you automatically tend to gravitate towards each other. And, um, you know, sometimes I think one of the big differences between Brits and Americans is sometimes we have a slightly different sense of humor. So you need people who are going to laugh at your jokes. So the Brits like to tell jokes, so hence they tend to gravitate together. Was it at all, uh, you know, I don't know, kind of scandalous in, in that circle? I mean, I, I kind of hung out in the British uh, clique for a little while. Uh, not your clique, but a different clique, but I'm sure they over. <laughs> lapped because I had a thing uh, for guys with accents for a while, you know, British accents. <laughs> so I would like on purpose kind of, I don't know, meet the British guys that were in town. And, uh, you know, so one of the uh, guys that I met was Dorian. I don't know if you ever heard of him, Dorian Langdon, but he was, um, he was a British guy and, and he was well connected with all of these people, you know, that were uh, the James Bond family. And uh, who's the guy who does the James, uh, not Ian Fleming. Um, what's his name? Cubby Broccoli. Yes. Broccoli. Tony Broccoli. Tony Broccoli. 
Yeah. So in, indeed, remember them all. Remember them all well. I I I, I knew all of them, and um, they they were all great people. Um, Dorian was working for a, a film company. Um, Wasn't it Hit out. Entertainment? At the time, yeah, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the Brits were in, and a lot of the Brits that I knew were all in entertainment. So we were all out here pursuing filmmaking or 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 acting or usually some something in the entertainment field. So um, we very much used, you know, we used to have like dinners and get together for teas and and um, breakfast for a long time. There was a British Breakfast Club. <laughs> at the Coney's. And then, of course, being involved in, I got involved in BAFTA. And um, so met a bunch more Brits through getting my involvement in BAFTA. So then well, we you- were all going to screenings together. And it's always nice to um, chat afterwards with fellow filmmakers and break down the film that you've just seen and do a little bit of analysis on it. Uh, I always enjoy that. Well, I definitely, uh, I just remember it being really like fun. The parties were always really good and they were very elegant. <laughs> I just remember they, like no matter what, who was having them, they were always like, you know, it was a rustic theme and it was like, and there was great wine and it was just really, really uh, fun, fun times. And they were such a fun crew. And I, I just remember that as being like a whole stint. I actually really missed that click because it was kind of like they would, you know, everybody would always have some plan going on. So you always were invited to some thing, you know, someone's house having a party or an event. And there was like all this gossip sort of happening with the different circles. And I just used to enjoy it so much. It was like summer camp, but like just British people in LA. (laughs) Well, the Brits do like to entertain. They love having dinner parties, tea parties, lunch parties, cocktail parties, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. I think I think the Brits genuinely are, are very hospitable as a race. And we also like elegance. You know, we love to dress up. So if you're having a dinner in England, it's quite can be, you know, often quite traditional to dress for dinner. One of the things that I was quite relieved about when I moved over here is when I was living in London, sort of every other night, I was going to a black tie function and having to put on a long dress and high heels and get my hair done, etc. And then you move over to California and you can go pretty much anywhere in jeans and a t-shirt. And it's all super relaxed and, and casual. And that, that was a rather nice, refreshing change. If you are liking what you're hearing, please review, rate, and subscribe.